I, I'm a I'm what they call a a punch wizard, and <laughs> yeah, I just got all this muscle magic. And if I put my hands together, some stuff's coming down, man. Uh, a punch wizard, also a fisted, a <laughs> a a necromancer, but I just have really good neck muscles. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, a uh, sorcerer. You got a little bit of a sorcerer <laughs> going on there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the best one. I can't. I can't top sorcerer. No, we can keep going. That's good. That's good. <laughs> what about a flexicutioner? Oh, that's cool. That's something that yeah, I think yeah. a sorcerer definitely has a, a flexicutioner on hand. Yeah, a flexicutioner doesn't have necessarily magic abilities, but they got a lot of good muscle killing skills. Mm-hmm. You'll look at his body and you'll like, you'll be like, "Fuck, I wish I was dead." <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's the that's that just the dude looks so good. I fucking wish I was in a grave. Oh, what's the point of even living? He just climb right into a grave. And he's like, "My job is done." I'll never be like him. I should die. I should. Pass on. <laughs> uh, I went to, or, or wait, no, I wanted to hear about Trad's uh, running with Scientologists. Oh, oh you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, listen, I, I feel like Goosebuds, by the way, welcome to Goosebuds. Hello. I feel like Goosebuds is already not necessarily on the friendly program list of Scientologists, not that we've said too much stuff, but. We've definitely been reviewed. We've been reviewed. Oh, they can flick the tip of my dick, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. Twice. <laughs> I'm I'm within walking distance of the celebrity center, so they could get me. They could. Wait. Hold on. Let me unpack that. They could flip the tip of your dick. Flick it. They can uh, flick y- it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them, Paul. Tell them. They can flick it right off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to catch everyone else up to speed, Paul and I have decided to start telling people instead of fucking off, they can like do something strangely inappropriate to us. <laughs> yeah. Off. And it's like kind of like. It's always something that like I would we wouldn't enjoy. Oh, see, it sounded kind of half pleasant. No, yeah, like if you're like, ah, suck my dick. Like that's like I'm gonna get some enjoyment out of that. But like Dom, yours, go ahead, say yours. Yeah, fucking rub your fingers across my tit, dude. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna work on one before the end of this podcast. I'm gonna come up with one. Figure out the thing that that could maybe be pleasurable, but if someone is doing it that you don't want them to do it. You could just, okay, could, so if yeah. a loved one did it, yeah, they, or no, they, I, no, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to come in here. Okay. You can't think that much about it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. You're it's right. It's a black right. magic, Chad. It's a black magic. Be careful. <laughs> if I try to read the book too much, I'll become obsessed with the word. Um, yeah, you're only gonna be doing that. So Scientology, uh, it's just like, listen, I live in Hollywood, um, and uh, I've been getting back into Pokemon Go because I'm really cool like that. I love playing it. I play it all the time. It's not a game, well, yeah, but I dude, love playing let's it. Let's be friends on it. Well, you know, oh Chad, okay, we'll do that in a second. I I've been I've been playing mostly because I think this is also testament to apps, right? This mm. this all makes sense in the long run. This story, yeah, computer drugs for our brains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. The girlfriend, right? She's been quitting smoking and mm-hmm. doing that with jewel pods. Mm-hmm. But then the goddamn government outlawed jewel pods. Government, let computers teach us how not to smoke, please. Okay? Yes, please. Let, let us put the uh, magic liquid sticks, however we want to use them. But they discontinued the mint flavor jewel pods. Rest in peace. They were pulled oh. from all the stores. Oh. It was a goddamn riot. So the girlfriend's like, I guess I'm going cold turkey on nicotine. And she's been filling that uh, endorphin with Pokemon Go. Uh That's smart. Which is a testament to both her willpower and the power of like Pokemon Go mobile tap games for releasing endorphins. 
the terrible addictive power of game. It's interesting that somehow just like tapping on little like torchics is somehow equivalent to the same level of chemicals that go off in your brain when you get a nice pull of a of a of a cancer stick, you know? A minty of a minty jewel. Just be careful, you know. I've heard one too many stories about, you know, some a significant other that went out for Pokemons and just never came home. Oh, dude, yeah, man. Especially the neighborhood <laughs> I live in. They, oh, they well, that's off. yeah, that's a bit dangerous. I was kind of talking about like a like a, a, a dad abandoning their family, like oh that's the sure, trope. he went out for a pack of cigarettes and I never <laughs> saw him again. It's well, uh, yeah, the, the new Pokemon you know. Go version is they joined Team Rocket. Is what yeah. they did. They my went dad, off and joined uh, Team. My Rocket. dad went out to do a level five raid. Never saw him again. Never saw him again. <laughs> I think he thinks Abydos killed his ass. I don't know. He still <laughs> sends me gifts on Pokemon Go, but I don't see him. I don't see him. <laughs> he sends me. Yeah, he sends you gifts every day, every year. Uh, Chad, um, what what can the government go do to you? The government can just stab me right in the taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that was that this was dark. Guy that hate, one. This I guy hates that, the government. He hates, he hates the government. Was that one too? Was that one too extreme? Because it felt real. <laughs> it re- yeah, it reflected your severe hatred for all yeah. things governing. Yeah. Oh, that's- dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, I got some. I got some anti-government going on. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Oh, yeah, dude. I've got some hatred now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're walking on Hollywood. We're doing all our. We're walking uh, Hollywood Boulevard. A terrible, terrible place for everyone. I've been there, yeah. But, yeah, and you, if you ever visit L.A., don't go to Hollywood Boulevard. It's just like... Hollywood Boulevard is like if Philadelphia went and visited L.A. and took over an entire street. <laughs> I mean, does Philadelphia have just poor man's Bane walking around? Like it, the Dark Knight Bane still just somewhere doing yeah. that character? There was a fire in Philadelphia within the past like year, and uh, a man in a bootleg Elmo suit showed up and danced out in front of it. Oh, see, yeah, New- I know New York has some pretty crazy ones with the Times Square, like Elmo and stuff. They're just, at least the LA and New York ones are enterprising. The Philadelphia ones are just weird. <laughs> They're all weird. They're all weird. We maybe need to get them in like a, I don't know, some sort of league where they can compete, you know, like a, uh, yeah, the way like- WWE united all the wrestling leagues and that mm-hmm. clearly went well for everyone. Let's get all the costume performers. Are you Are you saying you want to play? the smash brothers of street performed <laughs> costume people yeah i want to play i want to play the def jam vendetta fight for new york of <laughs> of, of dirty elmo and kind of dory the explorer like Dude, i want those yeah, two to fight. Uh, uh, elmo that has been standing by too much exhaust <laughs> <laughs> the tailpipe of a bus just like worn down its left leg yeah you want gritty yeah. you want gritty elmo you're trying to form the wwml the worldwide mascot league right Yes, yes. Also, somehow backyard wrestling at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and the supers from Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> God, uh, I love Def Jam Vendetta. But, uh, but wait, 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 how do the how do the Scientologists play? Well, so this, this is a long rambling journey. Just to Scientology is well, Hollywood like Boulevard. any good Goosebumps story, Goosebud story. There's all types of twists and turns. Oh yeah, twists and turns. Take, you know, and barely any covering of the book for a good twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do a good job. We do a good job. So like Hollywood Boulevard has about six major buildings that are just owned by the Scientologists at this point. Like. Like, mm-hmm. if you are a tourist walking down the Hulk of Fame, you're going to go past big buildings that are kind of built like ice, uh, app, like Apple stores, mm-hmm. and they're just Dianetics. Or, hey, yeah. look at this new cover of 
Uh, I was going to say Starship Troopers, but uh, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah. Is Battlefield yeah, Earth, that's wow. what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Remember that one? They reprinted it. They, they were like reprinted. Seriously, it's like, we got new covers. John Travolta's not on it, but uh, hey, check it out. And it, and it's just propaganda piece, but there are like probably, I'd say, at least 30 to 40 dudes and ladies walking in the Scientology Mormon-esque uniforms. Mm-hmm. Out on Hollywood Boulevard, just like trying to get you to come in for screenings. Is this all the time? Yeah. Is this all the time or just the, uh, all the time? Like on all the time. Certain and, all okay. day. Okay. I don't okay. know if they're like doing it to, to build up theden bucks that they can trade in <laughs> or they or what? Like, I don't know. This is like Sea Org. They're trying to get they're trying to get some cult members. Yeah, I don't care what they're doing. They can lick my left cheek, dude. <laughs> they can lift your left cheek. They wow, can, that's. They can lift Strong. it. They can lift it. They can I lift like, it. Oh, okay. Let, uh, let's let's also did, be ambiguous over what cheek. We're not saying what cheek, and I oh, like that. Oh, you're right. They can, li- they can lift the cheek. They can lift the cheek. That almost sounds like a royal it, thing you they do don't to get, a queen. They don't get to grope me. They just get to lift the cheek up. Oh, lift the drop. cheek. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if I like if I like if you were planning on sitting down and you had a bad cheek, you know? Yeah. They can mm-hmm. lift it for you. Like, mm-hmm. a little, like a little adjustment. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is this is all coming into place. So, like, we're walking up and down Hollywood. We're just trying to, like, I guess be polite still to them, right? Because, like, why be a dick to anyone? Mm-hmm. But we're saying, no. And at some point, it just kind of came across, like, we were talking about how wouldn't the better, most or nicer, the nicer thing to do instead of just, like, no, thank you. I don't want any literature. No, I'm not interested. Just how we're going, like, hey, man, you're in a cult. Hey, you're in a cult. Hey, you're in a cult. Finger guns. Point, 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 mm-hmm, point, point, mm-hmm, point, point. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that the better, nicer thing to do? In case I know they know it, I think it's I nice. Mean, it, it, they're going to respond in probably a more appropriate way where they stop bothering you altogether. Um, so that's probably good. And also, it's just like, hey, this is why I don't want your stuff. And also, this is what your organization is. I agree. It's ni- a nice thing to do. Uh, but I think what you end up doing is you're drawing aggro on yourselves, there, guys. I know, and they oh, do have yeah, like secret. Dude. They do have secret police that is like really kind of like spooky. You ever see those? They dom? can't bust you for saying that word. Uh, you can't say. You, they, uh, wait, they have secret secret police. Yeah, man. There's like both around the Hollywood ones and the Celebrity Center in Los Feliz. Like, there's just dudes in kind of plain clothes, cop uniforms. Right? They all are on bikes. They all have bikes. Scientology won't give them a car. And they're mm-hmm. just like kind of patrolling all the properties and like taking photos, and it's like real life men in black, and I don't and I don't like it. I have seen those dudes. I feel like those dudes would just grab you and drag you into the basement. Oh, every time I go to the Egyptian, I'm always like running to make a movie, and they're always like, read a whole book. <laughs> don't you want to take our electric test? Um and the answer is no. I'm not a, not even as a, a gag would I go into one of those places because uh, they they take your name down and freaking scan your body and freaking you know if you're gonna do that freaking you know will they will they hunt will they hunt you will they like not like like obviously like not like hunt you with a gun but will they yeah they'll, they'll hunt, hunt you with a gun they dude will, they, they, will they will hound you. you they will hunt you dangerous game style if you get <laughs> up high enough the- yeah if you get up high enough theme levels and then you decide to leave the church the the frozen digital head of Elron Hubbard will like hunt you in a Modoc suit. Oh God! Through a big woods, like through Griffith Park in Los Feliz, he'll like they build a Modoc suit. Oh man, yeah, you guys are it's rich. like half Modoc, half Krang. It's like that kind of thing. 
So it's got some like shitty legs on it still. It's not floating. His his face is way more bloated though because they put him in the long like wrong liquid. So his face like really expanded and it's really. <laughs> oh yeah, it looking. filled the whole thing. And you're right. And you're right, Paul. The legs are kind of weak. The the real secret defeat the way to defeat uh, L. Ron Hubbard when he's hunting you is he can't go downstairs like ED two oh nine. Yeah, you have to get to some stairs and you have to attack his legs. Yeah, he can't follow mm-hmm. you down. Mm-hmm. And then once you get him on the ground, you go for his bloated face because it's weak and the skin will just slough off. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you could swipe at it with your bare hand and skin would pull off. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. so waterlogged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, went to, I went to Oregon. Yeah, Dom, please, please save us from Scientology's uh, tracking all this podcast. Please tell us about Oregon. Yeah, they're reviewing. We're getting reviewed. I actually, well, no, I won't tell that story, but... Um, how was Oregon? It was good. It was it was good. I you know uh, I couldn't believe how everybody only ever talked about going mountain biking. Did really? Not, and uh, you know you know what something I, I'll say it was good. Like I, I enjoyed spending time with my brother, and next time I go up, I will go mountain biking with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my god, you walk into every store, everybody wants to say hello to you. Everybody wants to say how ask how your day was, what your plans are. It's like. And then, and then, as you're leaving, they want you to say goodbye to them. They want to say goodbye to you. And I like left one store that I stopped in for a second, and they, two people were like, "Bye." And I was like, "I'm never coming back. I'm not Dumb. saying goodbye Dumb. to you." Like that. I was like so annoyed. When people live in New York or L.A. for a while, or like big cities like that, you, pe- people get real like weirded out about talking to to other people. It's funny. It's a funny I mean, thing that I, happens to people. I like to talk. I like to talk to people. You know me. I can talk and talk. People yeah, yeah, know yeah. that from this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to have a conversation with everyone that I see <laughs> in my life. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. There was that. I did shoot some guns for the first time. Oh, what kind of gun did you shoot? Uh, I guess it was. I guess it was all nine millimeter. Oh, that rifle. sorry, that es- that escalated and really. That suddenly turned real fast on this story. <laughs> yeah, uh, talk, talk, friendly talks and shooting. Friendly talks, and so I shot some guns. Well, it was the first time that I shot some guns, and it was uh, it was fun. It felt exactly like the video game taught me, and now I am the <laughs> warrior for the so army. Good at it. it all translated perfectly. Join the army. Join it. Um, I shot an AR-15 though. Oh, was, that's uh, a oh that's yeah, an, okay. That's an intense gun. Yeah, so um the person who showed who showed me guns and allowed me to shoot them mm-hmm. was uh <laughs> really uh, a, a, he did a really good job explaining all of the safety, like how the guns operate and um I don't know, I felt like I had a better it was very insightful and I also have like a newfound respect for just gun mechanism like and safety. Like yeah. I just think it's interesting how you uh some guns are easier than others but almost every gun is like uh yeah if you don't know how to operate this you won't be able to fire a bullet right so right it's kind of neat that way but the ar-15 uh i was able to aim and shoot it like a a regular rifle and then he also told me to uh hip fire and that was fun wait he told you to hip fire you got the shit from the hip like just clear out the chamber just just do it from the hip just hold it between your body and your uh elbow and just like empty the chamber what did you imagine what did you imagine you were shooting when you did that uh uh 
I mean, terrorists. Okay, I mean, what, good, what, good. What, good <laughs> no, answer. No, I, we were shooting like an old tree that was like just out in the middle of... Oh, come, come on, a poor I old felt, tree. Don't well, shoot well, a, I, here's the thing. You shot gnomes an live in those, Dom. Gnomes live in trees. I know, I know. That's why I felt bad. Um, <laughs> no, I did shoot off. Like, I, So I shot it, and like obviously there's recoil, so it's just kind of going up a little bit. And uh, I shot a little tree off, like a little branch off this tree, and I felt Jesus. really bad. I felt really bad about it. I was like, oh, um, oh but it dude. was also kind of funny. But it was definitely a lot of fun to shoot the AR-15. It was the most fun one. Uh, but yeah, I shot a couple handguns, a rifle, and then the AR-15, and uh, I had a great time. It was great. Do you think now you'll own a gun? Do you think you'll own a gun now? Uh, I actually thought about it. I don't think so, um, but. If I need to own a gun, I know how to operate one now. That might be that proper might be a safety. good thing. Yeah, everyone's good like, to learn proper safety in case you know the the uprising happens and we all need to start. Uh, you know when picking when up weapons. The uprising. Uprising well, like I just gotta say, if you played video games, you're halfway there. Yeah, you just gotta learn the rest, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, re- real talk. I d- I gotta say that the time I I did use a gun also when my uncle I don't know if I ever told this on the podcast where I went hunting at my uncle's farm. No, you never told us about your hunting. Oh experience. man, it's like one of my darkest darkest Chad, darkest saddest stories. Chad, I think you should tell us about that on Camp Goosebuds. Yeah, That's I'll tell it on Camp Goosebuds. I will say that I would to love back to hear the whole story. Shout out to shout out to Patreon uh, exclusive episodes of Camp Goosebuds. Uh, there is, there is something about like the first time I was using that on a, on a range. I was like, yeah, this does kind of translate. Some of these skills do translate. That's, right? that's weird. The hand eye coordination for sure. There's something, there's something to translate. It's not the same thing, but there's, there's something that goes along. I mean, I wish like if real guns could have control sticks somehow, I don't know how you would work that. Drones. Counter-Strike trained me. Counter-Strike is where I, I cut my teeth. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to take a sample size, by the way, of like anyone who's joined any military forces who are like, yeah, you used to play Counter-Strike. That's what oh, got yeah. me into it. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Modern Warfare is a yeah, huge recruit. I would definitely. love to know the crossover of that data uh, set. It was, it's, Modern Warfare was a lot better for recruitment than America's Army was. I'll tell you that. All right. Well, if somehow this is your first episode of Goosebuds. Hi, my name is Chad. These are my friends, Dom and Paul. Hello. We read Goosebump books. And we're about to read one now. Buckle in. Uh, voted on by our wonderful Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash Goosebuds. They have chosen this wonderful adventure episode that Dom is going to read to us. This is a special episode where we we go on a choose your own adventure together. Now, Chad and I will be playing the boys or girls <laughs> in the adventure. Yeah. And Dom will be our reader slash dungeon master who will guide us through our harrowing adventure. That's right, and today we'll be reading a later book in the Give Yourself Goosebumps series. This is from 1998. It is Check Out at the Dead End Hotel. Now, this one has the picture of a skeleton handing a key to you on the cover, and I think in our Discord, and I can't, I couldn't call up the name now, but someone said they would never take a skeleton, a skeleton's key, and I agree with that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I agree with that. There's something else I want to talk about this cover. This skeleton is trying to put this key in your pee hole. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. He's aiming oh, 100%. Yeah, I guess so. 100%. 100%. I think the most terrifying part of that whole idea is if it's a skeleton key, it can open anything, which means if he wants to put it in there. You're going to fall in love with him. Yeah, your whole your whole body's just going to open up like a zipper. 
it might be a portal to a place you never you never even thought you had a kink you didn't know you had mm-hmm. you guys remember that character from the matrix the key master or whatever and he like had all those keys he, he was made cool. all those keys for all those doors he was pretty cool i like the key master i would have gone i would have taken the red pill to hang out with him <laughs> just filing down keys that's what i kind of hope we're encountering in this story <laughs> me too me too what what are what are our rules uh, the rules will be when I'm done reading. <laughs> it has to end. <laughs> uh, uh, I, but I, I, like, I, I like these cavalier rules today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, well, I feel like is... we are abandoning the. We used to have like lives, right? We used to have yeah. the like, yeah, when we die three times. But these books, they just punish us so much for making good choices. It's, yes, mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they torture you. That's for sure. Sometimes they torture. We're us. giving them another try, though. We're gonna give RL another shake. Can he do it? I'll I'll, I'll read the first page here. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll go on. Go on. Page. Go on. Go on. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Beware. Do not read this book from front to end. Those are the first words. Okay. You just checked into the dead hotel. The question is, will you check out? That all depends on whether you can make it through the night, because this is no ordinary hotel. It's full of ghosts who want you to be their permanent guest. And if you can't find a way to stay awake and and then escape, you'll be stuck here forever. This scary adventure is all about you. You decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. Ooh. Start on page one. Then follow the instructions at the bottom of each page. You make the choices. If you choose well, you'll make it out of this haunted hotel. But if you make the wrong choice, beware. So take a deep breath and cross your fingers and turn to page one to give yourself goosebumps. So do the ghosts run? Do the ghosts run the hotel, or are they are they hanging out at the hotel? What's the deal here? What's the business? Oh, I hope model? this is like a Luigi's Mansion situation. I hope that's what this is. We all Me hope too. this is a Luigi's Mansion situation. <laughs> we could only be so lucky. I just want to say that pre warning. By the way, I have some. I have some. I have a problem with that. It scared the pee out of me. Mm-hmm. P- too much pee came out. Actually, that that is one of the problems. The other problem <laughs> is that. Is that instead of just saying you guys, you know, control the story, it's also you control how scary this book is. I'm sorry, book. That's not my responsibility. You got to be scary. <laughs> Don't put the work yeah. on me. Book. And I, I kind of took issue with that as well, Chad. You know, honestly, it's like you do the work. I'll be the reader, the free reader. This is free reading, by the way. Yeah, this is like free running, right? It's like it's, we're like <laughs> we're like free. What's it when you go up when you climb a mountain without any ropes? It's free, free hanging. Free oh, hanging. Yeah, 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 sure. Fr- free holding. That's what we're doing. Free holding. I think it's called aggro cragging. I think that's what it's called. You're right, you're right. Fucking freeload my lips. Is that what Okay. Um, why are we slowing down here? BJ Matson moans from the front of the car seat. It's that's so me. dark. That's me. I'm BJ. Okay. Well, da- okay, Paul. Chad. Jesus, thanks for thanks for taking it, but go ahead. You you open your eyes and yawn. You must have dozed off. Sleepily, you gaze out the car window. It's a misty, starless night. You're on a two-lane road in the middle of nowhere. Where are we? You ask BJ's mom. I'm not sure, Mrs. Matson answers. The car sounded funny, so I pulled off the highway. We need to have a mechanic look at the engine. You nudge Moira O'Neill. She's sleeping beside you in the back seat. Ooh, right. I'm Moira. <laughs> Neither of us are the boy. 
I love that. And poke Jamie Kaplan in the leg. Too many kids. You, Jamie, Moira, and BJ are on a class trip to Washington, (laughs) D.C., and you're supposed to stay in a motel when you get there. But BJ's mother is a slow driver. The other parents' cars vanished down the (laughs) highway a long time ago. Mrs. Madsen pulls off the deserted road. You peer out the window. There's nothing in sight except for a sign for a motel, or hotel, rather. Wake up, you whisper nervously to Moira and Jamie. We're stopping at a place called the Dead Hotel. Moira's eyes snap open. She leans across you and stares out. (laughs) She seems spooky to me, so I just wanted to play that out. I love that. That's great. Great addition. Uh, you peer into the darkness and only see your soul staring back. Um, you peer into the darkness as Miss Madsen pulls <laughs> up the driveway. You spot a huge old hotel with dark stone columns flanking the entrance. The building is set back from the road among the pine trees. There are strange carvings over the front door. Gargoyles gazing down <gasps> at you. Uh, the, the, uh, the sign doesn't say dead hotel, Moira argues. It says hotel morte. <laughs> um, yeah, you agree. But do you know what morte means? It means death in, in about 16 languages, you know, like mortician, <laughs> mortal. And that's enough, Miss Matson sighs. The only thing that's dead is my car. Hop out. <laughs> We're spending the night here. Frick you, Miss Matson. You can comb my pubes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> BJ. That is, that is you, you part That's my, my mobs. That's my mob. Part of my pubes. <laughs> I, I think I think I think Miss Matson does part, part BJ's, BJ's pubes. pubes. Oh sure. Yeah. For for li- you check for lies before the big trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sanitary thing. It's not a grooming yeah, thing or a sexual thing. We are hardly getting out of this first decision. It's <laughs> too much to pick apart here. We got that. We had to know every kid's last name for some reason. Yeah, well, pick apart my pubes. All right. <laughs> no, please don't. Uh, you, Moira, BJ, and Jamie all grab your duffel bags from the trunk. Then you follow Miss Matson into the creepy hotel. The instant you step into the lobby, you feel a strange chill. As if an icy hand had just rubbed your across your shoulders. You glance around the marble lobby. Old leather couches and armchairs dot the huge room. Dusty potted palms lurk in the corners. But there's not a single person in sight. Mm. Welcome to Hotel Morte. <laughs> a voice calls out from nowhere. You jump, startled. Where did that voice come from? Then you spot the desk clerk. You hadn't noticed him before. He's a scrawny man with beady little eyes. Thin strands of hair are combed across his greasy bald head. (laughs) We only have one room left, he informs you, handing over the key. You shiver when you see the room number. Room 1313. You haul your bags into the rickety old elevator. Press the button for 13 and ride up. Oh, hey, oh. this isn't so bad, Jamie says as you pile into the room. Yeah, like you pressed, oh, floor 13, room 13, right? Yes, that yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, doesn't no, exist I, on a, in a hotel. I, not, but. not to slow us down. I just like, I feel like there's been no buildup 
Dom, you're doing an amazing job. You nice. were really you're bringing the characters to this. There's time. there's been no like discussion over like oh yeah we're supposed to be in the DC for the uh, tour. I guess we'll stay here for the for the night. This is breaking so many like p- parent teacher rules and permission yeah, we're not slips. Even, we're not even close to being on the itinerary of this trip right now. This is fucked yeah, up. This is a huge thing. We're gonna miss our tour of the Washington Monument. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's even more fucked up than the DC. Who's part. paying I mean, for this room? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, this room isn't so bad, Jamie says as you all pile into the room. It's got the regular stuff. TV, telephone, room service. Don't call room service, Miss Matson snaps. <laughs> I'm going down the hall to get us some sodas from the drink machine. I'll see if there's any snacks. <laughs> as soon as she's gone, BJ grabs the TV remote. Let's watch a pay-per-view movie, he suggests. <laughs> if we hurry, my mom won't be back in time to cancel it. If we all start watching a skin flick right now and start jerking off, we can finish before my mom gets back. <laughs> yeah, so does. She's got to freaking put so much change into that thing. Come on, we got plenty of time. <laughs> Forget the movie, Jamie argues. Let's order some food. I'm starved. If you want to order room service, turn to page 32. If you'd rather watch a pay-per-view movie, turn to 44. We only get to do one? Yeah, you only got time for one. You only got time for one sin, Paul. How will you sin? How right. will you sin? <laughs> What's our sin, Chad? I I got to know what bad Skinamax stuff is on the on the TV. Yeah, me too. Let's let's watch a movie. I'm up for a movie, you declare. What's on? Let's find out, BJ answers, flipping uh, channels. Welcome to Hotel Morte, a ghoulish man on the screen announces. <laughs> Whoops, let me try that again. This is a really... Welcome to Hotel Morte, a ghoulish man, looking man on the screen announces. We're glad you've tuned into the Hotel Channel. We always like <laughs> our, to keep our guests... Wait, wait. We always like to welcome our guests. Watch carefully now. He adds in a deep, creepy voice. The man's face suddenly becomes pale and transparent like a ghost. Then he lifts his wispy, filmy arm toward you. He reaches straight through the television (laughs) screen. Oh, no. Uh, 135, we're going to go. You're going to be charged for every minute (laughs) that I squeeze your throat. Um, Whoa, you cry, jerking back. The man twists a knob on the TV, turning up the sound. In the next instant, he yanks in his airy arm back. What is an airy arm? I have How is fucking it spelled? no idea. How is it spelled? A- a- airy, like air, like if if, if this room was like, I guess it's, I guess it's like, like I guess like a wispy arm. Yeah, like mm. like ethereal. But he could have just said ethereal. I guess he thought kids were too yeah. dumb. Okay, kids didn't know that shit. <laughs> he didn't. Know. There's no. There's not thesaurus dot com to use while you're writing. Yeah, That's, this is pre internet, so he couldn't pre pre good internet. Then he returns to solid form. Oh, so he turned into a ghost on TV, and then he went through the TV transmission. And then now went he's back. back into solid on television. He, yeah, he reached through like Freddy Krueger or something. Yeah, okay, he laughs a horrible evil laugh. You and Jamie tremble. Moira gasps. Yikes! BJ cries. He drops the remote control. The guy's a ghost. Uh, the man sneers still chuckling you have just checked into a haunted hotel (laughs) and not just for one night but forever by morning you will all be ghosts we hope you enjoy your stay it will last until eternity he's kind Uh, of laying it on thick 
I don't know, man. I feel like th- I feel like this guy uh, has some professional Disney esque script writers for him because this feels like some Disneyland shit. Fucking nothing came on TV. Just this guy who reached through the TV and spooked you. Yeah, I thought he was at least gonna offer us like cha- like options. Like, would you like to watch Butt Sluts Nine or perhaps <laughs> Hill House or whatever? But like, no, he just he just started telling us that everything's going on. You, Jamie, Moira, and BJ stare at the TV in shock. Don't try to escape. The ghost on TV continues. The doors are all locked. There's no way out. And everyone you'll meet here, every single one of our guests and staff, is a ghost! Uh, BJ gasps, help! He wails, (laughs) mom! The ghost chuckles, oh, we'll be taking care of her. (laughs) Wow! Jamie murmurs, good night now the ghost adds and sweet dreams sweet dreams when he says those words he glances <laughs> toward the bed hey sweet dreams from hotel morte that's what's printed on the wrappers of the four little mints oh. the mints that are resting on the bed pillows you hurry to the bed and pick up a mint Look, you announce. It's cyanide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweet dreams. That's what the ghost said. And it says the same thing on the wrapper. Don't eat it, Moira warns quickly. <laughs> I'll bet it's poison. The mints will probably kill us or maybe put us to sleep forever. See? Called it. Uh, but so, like, can we can we not pick anything to watch on the on the movies? No, there is no movie. It's only it's the you, you, the pay per view. What you watched was was an announcement. That's what we we paid to view that. Jack. Yeah, I I would hope that also like a pay per view channel, like as he does is like prepare to die forever. He go welcome to the haunted house. He just like loops back over into uh-huh. his door, into the entire spiel. We paid to view that, and we paid with our lives. Damn, was not worth it. As Jamie twists his mouth into a sneer, don't be ridiculous, he scolds Moira. You're afraid of a mint? He marches toward the bed bed and grabs a mint. He reads the words on the wrapper. It's just candy, he insists. Then no. he tosses it to you. Here, catch. Eat it. Eat eat it. it. Eat I it. dare you. <laughs> you had freaking three goddamn commands there. Here, catch. Eat it. <laughs> I dare you. Um... You stare at the green foiled wrapped mint in your hand. Why would I take this dare, you wonder? Easy answer. You always take Jamie's dares. You can't resist. But before you can unwrap the mint, the phone rings. Wait a minute, you think. Who could be calling you here? No (laughs) one knows that the car broke down. (gasps) No one knows you're at Hotel Morte. Weird. So what are you going to do? Eat the mint or answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Those are two options. Like, I, how did we like that? Like all that, all the way that was written, and the way I read it, uh, it seemed very funny to end there. Would you like to eat the mint or answer the phone? All right, Chad. Here we go. We're gonna medicate. Chad, this. I mean, I know how. Chad, I'm just gonna say, I know how we would have reacted. Yeah, children. We would yeah. eat the mint. Well, know? that's what I'm like. I'm trying to think. We're trying to metagame this here, right? So we always right. make. The good decision, right? Yeah, we try to. You make a wise decision. You usually make a wise yes. decision. Yes, and right? the wise decision here, I think, okay, I think would be to answer the phone, but, 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 I think that, again, in the metagaming situation here, they want us to think that, and they want us to think that the candy is going to be bad, but if we eat the candy, it's actually going to be bad. Wow, that's some, like, you follow deep, me? 
Do you follow That's me? That's some like fifth round of rock, paper, scissors level metagaming. We're we're in the convolutions of RL's mind fully at this point. Here here's where I'm at, because I agree with all of that. I don't like the book was you gotta do the mints because you never back down from a taunt from this piece of shit friend of yours. I don't, and like, I don't that like that. I don't like that at all. We make no. our own rules. No, let's answer that goddamn phone, Chad. But but here's the other thing. Can we eat is the option to eat all the candies? No, just or, yours. There's four, so I think you have to you're dared to eat one. What did it say on it? Have a have a good visit or something? Have sweet dreams. It said sweet dreams from the hotel. Oh, dude, we get to go into fucking nightmare world. That sounds like a blast, though. Actually, actually, Chad, that's well. So again, that's why I think it sounds cooler, and they don't. They want us to do that, Uh, and they want us to fail and have a bad time. Okay, Chad. What What would be the story if we answer the phone? Like, we got to go down to the laundry and get our clothes or something. Like, what? It's only going to be boring if we answer the phone, right? Shit, I don't know. Um, let's 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 have some candy. And let see me what... ask you. Let me ask you something. Okay, okay, okay. You you check into a hotel. You had mm-hmm, a long mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm. Freaking the hotel's shitty. It was too expensive, but yeah. the room's okay. And yeah. there's a Andy's mint mm-hmm, on your mm-hmm. on your pillow. Yeah, you eat it. Yeah, without doubt. Let's eat the fucking candy. Let's eat it. Uh, sure. Let's, let's eat the candy. Let's okay. do it. Jamie stares at you. His eyes drilling into yours. Eat the mint. I double dare you. (laughs) This is stupid, you think, as you unwrap the mint, but you can't help it. Jamie has a way of making you act like a jerk. You pop the (laughs) chocolate candy into your mouth and chew. Um, You say uh, your mouth full. A moment later, your eyes close. Your head feels dizzy. Then you slump to the floor in a twisted heat. Okay, it was poison. no. It was poison. Will... Will um really be your last word on earth? <laughs> All right, I have to turn to page seven. No, I just I like thinking died. of Paul's child character be just going, oh, well, it was poison. Oh, and then just oh, collapse. Oh, my God. That's how I would die. Well, it's certainly your last word on earth as a person. <gasps> but thanks to that sweet dreams mint, you can look forward to your first word on earth as a ghost. We but died. don't get too upset. You managed to get back at the creeps who turned you into a ghost in the first place. You play so many practical jokes on the regular ghost that they decide to haunt some other hotel. In fact, because of your pranks, the Hotel Morte becomes a big tourist attraction. Jamie, Moira, and BJ get summer jobs working at the hotel to hang so out you with can us. all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yep, being a ghost doesn't turn out to be so bad in the end. We wow. did it! We did it! <laughs> uh, That's the best You guys ending. had two choices. On the second one, you pay, you poisoned yourself. <laughs> and time, speedrunning world record for Goosebumps. Choose your own adventure. Uh, okay, so let's let's pick up the phone. What do you say we pick up the phone? Yeah, let's do it, but I'm going to say that was the best ending we were going to get. What? what? I, I, yeah, <sighs> honestly. Your friends got jobs. You scared out away all the ghosts. What's fucked up is that when the, your friends move on from their jobs, you're gonna like have to get other kids to work their jobs just to keep the whole park going, and then you're not gonna know anyone there anymore, and it's gonna be sad. It's gonna be like staying in high school. For yeah, your at some life. point, like the last friend will like be the last one working there with you, and like I'm sorry, man. I just like I I gotta follow my dream of being an Instagram star, and they like leave mm-hmm, the hotel, mm-hmm, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. no, I'm alone. And then you get Fogo, fear of ghosting out. <laughs> <laughs> Fog or Foga or Foga, fear of ghosting what? alone. Oh, sad, sad, sad.
<laughs> All right, so let's rewind back to answering the phone after the, the TV taunted us. Yeah. You decide to answer the phone. Hello, you say? Listen carefully. A strange whispery voice orders on the other end of the line. You can't tell if it's a man or woman speaking or even a kid. I am Drew Mortegarth. Except for you and your companions, I am the only living human being oh, in this shit. hotel. <gasps> the voice goes on. Whatever you do, don't go to sleep tonight. If you fall asleep, you'll turn into a ghost yourself. But I can help you. I've got the keys uh, to the front door. Come find me and hurry. I'm in room. But before you can find <gasps> out what room number, the voice breaks into a horrible scream. Oh, he's dead. The, the line goes dead. The ghost got him. Ghost got him. They fucking made Or, him you know, he didn't like, pay for the phone <laughs> usage and they billed him, you know? Mm-mm. That's the thing. And now he's got to pay with his life. Your eyes grow wide. You stand there listening to the dial tone like an idiot. Finally, you hang up. <laughs> it said that. That was not, that no was not way. a dummy. That's, that's no great. Way. I thought that was just a dumb addition, but I loved it. No. Who was it, Jamie demands? I don't know, you answer blankly. Fucking, you do know. <laughs> he said his name. Yeah, okay, here you go. Someone <laughs> named Drew Mortegarth. He said he was the only other human being in the hotel alive. If he is a he... You add, remembering the strange voice. You don't know if you were talking to a guy or a girl, Moira asks. You shake your head. The person whispered. I couldn't tell. But whoever it was warned us not to fall asleep or else we'll turn into ghosts. Ghosts, BJ repeats. His voice uh, quavers with fear. Oh, that should be ghosts. Uh, Cool, Jamie exclaims. This place is awesome. Drew promised to help. <laughs> you continue. He said, or she said, Moira chimes in. He said he, you glance at Moira, or she had keys. But before he or she oh my could tell me what room to go to, I heard a scream and the line went dead. So what are we waiting for? Jamie exclaims, his eyes lighting up. Let's go find this sucker. Page 64, I have to turn to. I don't know why this identity of this caller's gender is so important to these kids right now. Because when, uh, when you were a kid in the 90s, gender was everything. You had to hate <laughs> girls. You had to be the best boy. Which side were you on? Which boys were secretly girls? Mm-hmm. That's very true. You had, to, mm-hmm. you had to find it out. That was your little boy job in yep. America. Yep. <laughs> Uh, no way, BJ cries. You can't leave us here. Typical BJ, you think. He's kind of a wimp. We're not leaving you, Dodo, Jamie says. We're all going. We'll split up and search. I'm calling people Dodo from now on, just so you guys You should. You should. We'll split up and search the hotel. Then we'll meet back here in an hour, exactly at midnight. If we found Drew, Mortigarth, and the key, great. If not, we'll make another plan, Okay. You nod and Moira shrugs, but BJ looks worried as he follows the three of you to the door. You step into the hall. Then you push the button for the elevator. Just as the elevator doors open, inside you see something airy, a filmy form of some sort. It moves slowly toward you. It's a ghost larger than (gasps) any human being you've ever seen. I gotta go to page 92. Oh, maybe it's the tall ghost from It Follows. 
Oh, maybe it is. I. By the way, this is some real Luigi's Mansion 3 shit going on right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> this is a lot like that game I'm playing, Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> uh, the ghost is at least seven feet tall. Oh, a my huge, God. ugly, hulking, transparent form, dressed in overalls like a janitor. Like an idiot janitor. <laughs> like a poor janitor. <laughs> horrible, <laughs> tiny, sunken eyes, like raisins, dot his huge, puffy face. Um, you at first you can see right through him to the back of the elevator. He looks half dead and half alive. You stare at him as his transparent body becomes solid. In his right hand, he carries a long, clattering chain. Each link of the chain is the size of a donut. He lifts it, gripping it in both <laughs> his hands as he wants to strangle someone. You. Uh, you run as fast as you can, and then turn to page one hundred five. Let us. Dude, choose. this is some Mortal Kombat shit going on right now. This is like not hotel related at all. No, None. no, no. This is a murder game that we're playing now. Hey, real quick, Dom. Uh, Drew Mortigard is that also spelled exactly like Morte? Morte Garth and like Garth from Wayne's World. Okay, Morte so Garth. also also okay. another death person. Got it. Cool. Uh. Run, you scream to the others. You turn left and race down the hall. Your heart pounds as you push through the, an emergency door to the flight of stairs. Stumbling, you take the steps two at a time. Uh, down one flight, then another, then another. Your heart pounds harder and harder. You can hear footsteps behind you and a clattering sound. The sound of the chain dragging on the stairs. Ooh. Clang, clatter, okay. clang, clang. Okay, he's building a little scene here. Cool. Your terror grows, or she, Paul, we don't know what the ghostwriter was. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, or they. Um, your terror grows as the sound comes closer. Finally, as you round the corner on the last flight of stairs, you dare to glance back. There's a person standing right above you. You stop dead in your tracks. Find out who it is on page 110. Okay. Let me okay. choose. Let me choose. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is. Uh, oh, oh! You guys are about to get a choice. Yes, Jamie. You gasp. Jamie stands above you, dragging the ghost's metal chain. I grab this away from the ghost. Jamie exclaims, holding the cha chain up. Uh, he wasn't as strong as he looked. You shake your head <laughs> and uh, amazed. Oh my! What God. about Moira and BJ? Jamie shrugs. They ran another way. Come on, let's go find Drew Mordegarth. I thought you all were supposed to split up. These, I thought this. I don't trust this. So, it's so easy to get over on these ghosts. So far, we've mm -hmm. watched us as a ghost defeat these ghosts, and our young friend steal the ghost's weapon from him. It's so he, he's like, he is the cool daring friend who double that's dares true. you. Though. That's fair. yeah. Well, you just gotta pull out your little. You just gotta pull out your Poltergeist three thousand. You suck up the chain, and it's easy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's his weak point is to get the chain. Mm -hmm. um, he drops the chain as you both hurry down the last flight of stairs. You step into a large carpeted hallway. It's empty and eerily quiet until you hear a low growl behind you. You whirl around. A large black dog appears out of thin <gasps> air. Okay, I'm a scared. A ghost dog. The dog barks <laughs> at you viciously. <laughs> then he dashes past you down the hall toward an exit door. Look, you cry, a way out. You race after the dog. He pushes through a rubber flap in the bottom section of the door, a built-in doggy door. You try <laughs> the knob, locked. How about that? You suggest pointing to the doggy door. Jamie squints at you. Are you serious? Are you? Can you squeeze through a doggy's door? 
If you try to follow the dog, put it to, oh, to page 37. God. If you keep looking for for Drew Mordegarth, turn to page 17. Do we got to go through this doggy door, right? I, I, I'm way more just in the dog than like a dude who's clearly trying to either he either owns the hotel. And that's why his name Morday, by the way, mm, or yeah, he, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or he's a ghost. and He's trying to trick us. So, yeah, let's follow this dog. Okay. Fuck being logical. Okay, we're going to 37. <laughs> That's some shade on this decision there, Paul. No, no, you're making the right decision, Chad. I'm with you 100%. You drop down on all fours in front of the doggy door. You look stupid, Jamie teases you. I feel <laughs> stupid, you admit. You push your head through the swinging rubber flap and crawl outside. By the time you squeeze out, you're all scratched up and sticky. Gross. The doggy door has been glopped up with saliva from dogs licking it. And poking what through, dog licks a doggy door? And poking through with their noses. <laughs> but you don't care. At least you've escaped from the ghosts. You stand up and glance around. A moment later, Jamie crawls out behind you. Now what? He asks, scrambling to his feet. <laughs> the two of you shiver as you gaze at the deserted road. It's a cold, moonlit night, and uh, very clear. You can see there is no traffic. Mm-hmm, you turn mm-hmm. to the woods behind the hotel. Gnarled, twisted trees loom in the moonlight. You think you spot a faint light way in the distance through the woods. It could be a house. Well, Jamie asks, if you run toward the, toward the light in the woods, turn to page 14. If you go toward the road, per, turn to page 58. I don't know, Chad. I, I like your... your- Look, I told us to eat the candy, so I'm going to trust you. We're already out of the spooky hotel, which is like the whole premise of this book. So at this point, I, yeah, I, I mean, don't... your friends, your friends may die in this next choice. I don't care. My friends, they all, they've all sucked so far. Okay, I'm with, I'm with mm. nihilistic Paul. What do you? What even do you though, say, Paul? even though I am one of them, uh, I, I'm. What's kinda... in the house? What's in the house, or what's on the road? They want us to go back into a house. They want us in the house. So I think let's go the opposite direction. Wait, wait, who's they? The ghosts? The the ghost writer. Oh, okay. Clever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I just have particularly that dumb laugh as a button I can push? I want that as my uh, ringtone. Yeah, tone. Kevin. Kevin, let's program that. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll follow. So you want to go to the road, Paul? You want to? You want to? I think I want to go to the road. It, look, it's like we're doing a little Texas uh, chainsaw massacre. Right yeah, there. yeah, sure. Why don't, let's do it. Why, yeah, why don't we do it in the road, right? Let's do it. That's, that was my Beatles reference, folks. <laughs> okay, no one's going to talk to me anymore. Uh, no way <laughs> are you going into the dark woods, you said, you decide. You rub your arms to stay warm. Then you slowly walk toward the road. Hey, Jamie calls as the two of you reach the front parking lot. Look, a bus. Okay. I swear to God, if the, Mupp- if the Muppets are in this, I'm on. I'm so on board. If the Muppets are in this, I will stop doing this podcast, and I will say that we've reached the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast with the Muppets. <laughs> I will end this podcast on that. He's right. Parked right next to Mrs. Matson's car is uh, in the... Em- Sorry, I keep hearing bug noises. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, that, that's that's creepier than anything we've read in this book so far. Dom. Yeah, a bug's noise. What Kevin, the hell? put that on a button for us, please. We need that on a button. <laughs> 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 uh, the only other car in the empty parking lot is a big silver tour bus. It's empty except for a driver who seems to be snoozing at the wheel. Cool, mm. Jamie cries. This is our ticket out of here. Jamie races ahead of you and climbs onto the bus. You run to catch up. You leap onto the steps, joining Jamie inside. The instant you are in the bus, 
too far uh, inside to be able to leave, the bus driver awakens. He pulls a lever, closing the bus door. Where to, chums? The driver asks. Uh, he tips his hat to you with a, with a grin. But before you can answer, he jerks the bus into gear. Then he speeds out of the parking lot and into the night. This um, is the end? What? Paul just got the both of you abducted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were just fucking on an episode of Unsolved Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might, I might watch that shit tonight, dude. I might spook myself. I'm that sounds great. Right Ro- Rich, Robert Stack just walks in front of this hotel. This was a normal hotel. A dumb mother who didn't know how to follow map directions to DC pulled over. <laughs> Who couldn't her- figure out how to print out MapQuest, but decided <laughs> so that she could probably remember it. <laughs> uh, that is only for the real millennials. You know who you are, right? You guys backing up on that? Uh, Wait, what? I lost I don't. There. I don't know the reference. I was just laughing. Because, you know, look, okay, all right, I'm going to explain it. Cause unpack that, please. Unpack it. Real millennials are the last millennials, the last legal millennials, and that's us guys. And we fucking had to use MapQuest before we had GPS in our phone. Oh, okay? hell yeah. You know I used MapQuest, and I would use my odometer to, to know how long I had to Oh, go. God. Yeah, we oh, missed yeah. out on the fun of the odometer. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That was kind of scary. Scary times. <laughs> Ch- uh, Chad, Chad, I just want you to know that I am going to get us out of this. Okay, I believe in you, BJ. You're BJ, right? You're BJ. Yeah, well, BJ's well, ba- Jamie, we, we ab- I guess. Now, now I'm Jamie because we abandoned Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, so that's right. We left BJ behind. Hey, stop. Where are we going, you shout at the driver. You and Jamie exchange scared glances. Buckle up, chums, the bus driver replies. <laughs> We're going for a wild ride. You boys like Mexico? <laughs> He's not kidding. The bus barrels around a curve and tilts onto just one set of wheels. A moment later, the road curves another way. and The bus driver yanks the wheel. The tires squeal. Awesome, Jamie shouts. It's like having a <laughs> private roller coaster ride or being on a race car track. No, it's not. You scream. We're going. He's going to get us killed. Not all of us, the bus driver comments cheerfully. <laughs> Oh, uh-oh, you don't like the sound of that. Well, what, 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 wait, wait, what do you mean, you stammer? Ooh. Well, the bus driver explains, turning to uh, grin at you, I can't get myself killed because I'm already dead. Yes, <laughs> ghost driver. I really needed this spilled out for me right now. <laughs> yes, it was quite, it was quite, it was quite a moment. Already dead, the words hit you like a punch in the gut. The bus driver begins to fade into nothingness right before your eyes. A moment ago, he was a scrawny man with a tan, wrinkled face and a gray uniform and a gray cap. And now he's nothing. Fucking gone. Vanished. ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your ride, the ghost says as his voice drifts away. Where did he go? Jamie cries, sounding panicked. Is he still driving? You have no idea. Chad, I'm still going to get us out of this. All you know is that the bus is speeding through the pitch black night, 80 miles an hour, tearing down the highway, screeching around curves faster, faster. We have to take over the wheel, Jamie shouts. You better do it. You figure you're the closest to the driver's seat. All right, we have to turn to find out. Don't worry, Chad. I am a 35-year-old man in a 12-year-old's mind in this uh, book. I will get us out of this. If there's a choose your own adventure like stick shift, I'd be so down. 
That would be sick. You leap into the bus driver's seat. It's wait, what a stick shift. Like a car. Like a stick shift. Like a manual oh, stick shift. Oh, a car. Oh, sure. Like a, yes, if it had yes. to be like quick, like now put do you push the clutch? Do you push in the clutch first or do you shift to neutral, turn to page 10? If you just asked me that, we'd be so yeah, fucked. Knows. You're at 3500 if you're at 3500 RPMs, are you shifting <laughs> up? Are you shifting down? <laughs> you leap into the bus driver's seat. It's empty. He's gone, you shout, gripping the huge steering wheel. The wheel is so big, you can hardly control it. The seat is high. Your feet don't quite reach the pedals. You have to slump down and stretch your legs way out. Your heart lunches into your throat. You can hardly breathe. Whoa, Jamie shouts, look out. Up ahead, there's a huge truck coming straight at you. You <gasps> grip the wheel for dear life and stare into the dark night. You Whoa. To your left is, uh, it, oh my gosh. To your left <laughs> is a sheer rocky cliff. You can't go that way. To your right is a fenced-in field filled with cows. Straight ahead is the truck. Kill the cows. Quick, Kill the cows. decide what to what? do. So here is, if you ever wanted to, if you if for whatever reason, whatever, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you wanted to. If you ever wanted to send children off a rocky cliff on a tour bus, <laughs> you may do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so it says if you if you decide if you try to go straight <laughs> through this truck, turn to page one fifteen. If you swerve into the field of cows, go to ninety seven. If you slam on the brakes, close your eyes and hope for the best. Wow, four choices. Wait, okay, wait, so you can't wait. throw the kids off a cliff. Okay, but. so the options are are drive into the truck. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I think mm-hmm. if think if you drive straight, you go off the cliff. Hold on, let's see. Um, yeah, we're not going to do that. So you can you can choose that up ahead okay so okay up ahead there's a huge truck coming straight at you so do you go you can go through the truck you can go through the cow field or you can hit the brakes hitting the brakes is the most logical right yeah but like do we think we can steer while we're braking and our car like you know peels out i yeah i've taken an aggressive driving course i can handle that okay if you're feeling good about it paul uh (laughs) no 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 No, i don't want to hurt any cows Oh, my instinct was to to go right into the cows and use them to slow us down. Shit, man, that is brutal and real. And let's do it. I did say I would get us out of this, and that's my. You choice. did, uh, yeah. Follow your, right? yeah, yeah. Follow your gut. Let me get you out of this. Okay. Ah, Jamie screams as the truck roars toward you. With a hard jerk, you yank the steering wheel to the right. Kabam! The bus bumps and uh, bumps and jerks over the edge of the road into a small ditch then it rolls on crashing and smashing through a barbed wire fence oh we're setting them free stops you driven straight into the middle of a field of cows moo the cows cry <laughs> startled by the bus's arrival ouch you moan as you bounce against the steering wheel in the driver's seat that hurt yay a crowd of voices che- behind you cheers uh-oh what did we do we freed the cows is what i think i think i think we saved the cows your head snaps around huh you grunt staring at the empty bus seats you saved us the invisible voices cry then what? one by one the seats begin to fill up with ghosts <gasps> at first they are airy filmy uh <laughs> and finally they become solid you stare in amazement. Your mouths fall open. Every single seat on the bus is filled with ghosts, but not ordinary ghosts. They're the ghosts of circus performers. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> you can't believe Why? your eyes. 
a fat what? lady, a lion tamer with Dietrich the Great written in sequins on his shirt. Okay. Two women bareback riders, the flying Watusis, a famous trapeze act. A man in the front seat is swallowing fire. His what? son beside him is swallowing a sword. Cool, <laughs> Jamie exclaims. What are you doing on this bus? A man dressed as a ringmaster stands up. This is our tour bus, he explains. We've been doing a road tour for a three-ring circus. Too bad we only play for dead audiences. Uh, huh? Nice. Does he mean that they only play for ghosts? You don't even care. You're just happy to be hanging out with so many interesting people. This is too cool to be true. That bus driver was crazy, the lion tamer mutters from the back. We need someone new to drive. I say, let those kids do it. <laughs> and that's just what happens. You and Jamie spend the rest of your life's lives <laughs> driving the bus for a circus co act called no. The Greatest Ghosts on Earth. Oh my fucking oh my god. god. The end. Oh my fucking god. What that's the hell? great. What the fucking hell is this book? Have I um, never have I ever felt an author more got bored with the premise faster than this storyline? Dude, it, and both of them, they were good endings, I guess. I <laughs> guess two good endings. This one was better than the other one. Well, no, the the other one was pretty good They're too. They're both great endings. We wait, we won uh, both of wait, those. I would. We say. got poisoned. We got poisoned. And then yeah, became you the king poisoned of yourself and became uh, the children of drivers, the underage drivers of a ghost <laughs> of a ghost circus. Yeah, uh, okay. it doesn't say that we're forced to do. It. it says for the rest of our lives we drive, which I interpret as we find nothing more fulfilling in our entire existence. Like we found our calling. marriage, children, no. No. Uh, uh, video sex. games. Video games. We just love driving these fucking ghosts around like the Muppets. I was not that far off. You were not that far off. Chad. This podcast. This podcast almost ended there. Oh god, that, that's the scariest it part almost. of all. Oh, that was too close. Um, uh, I couldn't help but notice a tragic uh, absence of clowns on that on that circus. Well, maybe that's why it was the perfect. Oh, uh, yeah, because if it was like ghost clans, it'd be too scary. They want this to be like, these guys are fun ones. Yeah. Dietrich, yeah. Dietrich and his pals. Do you guys want to look at the other endings? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like the best possible. I don't know how we can. I'm sure there's an ending where we escape the hotel with our mom or something. But like, fuck our mom. She didn't know how to follow directions and she ruined our D.C. trip. Our big <laughs> and, and, and fuck half your friends. Yeah, like, and uh, plus, if, if this is, them. like, the middle school DC trip, this is the big end-of-the-year trip where you get to kiss a girl. That was how our middle school trip was for DC. <laughs> and then one of the girls before us, she flashed her boobs on the window on the hotel, and we <gasps> never got to go. Yeah, the year, the grade before us. Wow, wow. Yeah, dude, yeah. she flashed out. her boobs to the other guys in the other hotel room, and then the whole thing got shut down. I never got to kiss a girl in DC. <laughs> um, oh, no. What a tangent. Oh, what a tangent. So you know what? Fuck oh, our what mom. If you Chad. could, if you could, if you could, ch if you could change your page turns back then, Chad, how would you? How would you play your cards? How would you I play would, your pages? I would somehow tell the girl a year ahead of us, like, "Hey, keep those, keep those globes locked up, and for the right, for the right dude, save them for the right dude, <laughs> save them for the right dude that deserves them. Don't just flash them to all of DC in your hotel window and where a nun can see it." 
And then the next year, you would have tried to convince her to flash. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That would have been like, I, I'm the guy. I'll try. <laughs> okay, just, anyway. I, I just want, to, I want you to know. I looked up the endings. The two endings we got are considered ambiguous, which I do not agree with. What? I think they were both very good endings. Those are good endings, right? Oh yeah, because I for, I forgot we 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 die, but we become a ghost, and we have like a prank talk show or TV show. That's yeah, pretty good. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty good. And the last one particularly feel more towards good. I can see the first one being ambiguous because you're trapped and like you can't ever go away. But those are pretty good endings. <laughs> yeah, the 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 way they describe this ending is the book suggests you don't mind this because the ghosts are so interesting to be with. Yeah, we're having a great time. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. Though, I, I don't think sword swallowings is impressive when you're a ghost. I'll be honest. Nah, but no. Nah. Uh, scrolling across different endings. What do you see? Any good ones? Let's see. One of them is. Uh, you're killed when the ghosts throw you off a high diving board into an empty pool with no water. That's, oh, that's wow. horrific. Okay. Here, here's one completely out of context that I would love. No, I don't want to ever know the context of it. You're enslaved by dwarves who force you to do all their house chores and toil in their mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sammy didn't get that one. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. uh yeah i don't i where would that even okay sure i don't even know where that would come from uh, I, I don't i don't want to know i want to live in a world where that's just a fun thing that could happen it seems like world. there's a lot of these where you just do kind of a random thing and you fall asleep and wake up as a ghost yeah that's it seems like a lot of them are you turning into ghosts which i guess you know that's what we signed up for right uh yeah also i think by the way we narrowly avoided death uh paul where one of these was you and jamie decide to escape through the dog door but are covered in dog drool <laughs> that happened to us. That right? didn't happen. But yes, you go happen. into the woods, but the scent of drool draws wolves who attack <laughs> and eat you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That's there, cool. There's a lot of good ways to die in this book. Yeah, this is like also all the paths for this. Like, I'm just looking at the kind of uh, the wiki has like, you know, how many pages you would need to choose through. They're all like four or five step paths. It's like, this is a it's very quick. short book. It's quick. There's a lot of death in this book, which I like. Like, real death. Yeah, whoever ghost wrote this is, like, real angry. This one was fun. I, <laughs> I did. I had a great time. I, I actually liked this more for having different turns and at least kind of being hotel-related up until nothing hotel-related happened. At least, at, at least when we made our decisions, it quickly killed us so that we could go make more decisions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's my favorite of the endings. Uh-huh. Yes. Let's hear it. Uh, one of the good endings is you escape the hotel, convince BJ's mother to keep driving despite the problems with the car engine, and all reach Washington, D.C. safely. Which means the car was fine. <laughs> is that the mom was second-guessing herself and put her children yep. in danger. Yeah, yep. she had, like, the parking brake on or something and pulled over mm-hmm. at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Freaking ridiculous. Uh, she, had, she had a little less air in her tire, and she had the check engine light come on. That's, that's what she did. Come, come on. on. Come on, BJ's mom. Flick, flick my tip off, okay? <laughs> Freaking flick it off. Poke me right in the taint, BJ's mom. Assassinate my taint, BJ's mom. <laughs> <laughs> surgical, surgical strike my pelvis, BJ's mom. <laughs> wow. I think that's been Goosebuds, guys. Uh, Dom, thank you so much for being our Dom Moschini Dungeon Master. Yeah, thanks for Dom oh, for yeah. DM for Dom oh, yeah, I, I had a great time. Hey Dom. Uh-huh? Play my cheeks like <laughs> some bongos, all right? <laughs>
to play my cheeks like the bongos. It's getting fetishy. It's getting a little. I think we need to take a break from it tonight. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. We're why don't you send us line. your best new whatever we want to call these? Whatever um, this is. Whatever this is. This idiom. This phrase. Send us your best fucking ones. Grow my fucking grope my ankle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just pluck my nails. Just pluck my nails. <laughs> Uh, lick my teeth lick my fucking teeth <laughs> that's kind of erotic somehow Actually, uh, it is. yeah well send us your favorites to us on twitter we're on twitter at goosebuds pod or you can email mm-hmm. us goosebuds at gmail.com we love hearing from you we have a, a mailbag uh piling up with stuff that we're going to read probably in another uh camp goosebuds coming up pretty soon which-, which you can only get which you can only get from becoming a patreon subscriber subscribe at patreon.com slash goosebuds mm-hmm. do it now mm-hmm. No, I feel enticed to go right now. Uh, If you want to hear Chad's haunting story, you got to pay money. Uh, Hey, stop by ComfyJunior.com and buy something. (laughs) That's a good pitch. I'm going to have more Sonic shirts. Yeah, there's great Sonic shirts in there. It's It's an awesome store to go to. There's funny stuff. Shop, add some stuff to your cart. Take a break. I don't know. Do something else. Come back. Check out. You know. And, and hey, maybe uh, you know, maybe maybe we've been kicking the tires on some goosebuds related stuff. You know, I'm just oh, just saying. Maybe that's the thing we've been talking about. Maybe oh, yeah. Uh, maybe that oh, was exit. We be talking. We be talking and I shopping. Hope you like talking too. <laughs> I hope you do. Uh, listen boys, to pretend do you have any friends. Other- listen to pretend friends. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Listen to pretend friends. Pretend Friends, new, new series, uh, new season. Very excited. Uh, my boy Hark seems to be. I'm so sorry. My boy Hark seems to be the uh, uh, doomsday of the entire galaxy. I'm so Hark, sorry. Hark is the MacGuffin of this entire season. So Hark's going to show up. Yeah, it, should be, it should be pretty cool. Also, I mean, hey, if you're here in this episode, go back to our feed. We have a bunch of Goosebuds RPG using the uh, Space Kings uh, system. Is the is the Kickstarter still going? Or is it's, that over. Done? it's over. It's over. It's <laughs> over. It tripled or quadrupled its goal. It did. Almost four-dupled. Oh, wow. my God. That's oh, wait, you, did, you said quadrupled already. <laughs> no, four-dupled is the better term for it. Four-dupled. Four-dupled skilled skin? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just flick my foreskin already. Just do it. <laughs> Just stretch my, stretch my skin. <laughs> Ex- exfoliate my sack, okay? <laughs> Stretch, stretch my bat wing out as long as you want. <laughs> my bat wing. You know, fucking hem my foreskin, all right? <laughs> okay. It's uh, too droopy, baggy, it's too all right? Droopy. It's too, it's too These droopy. are getting so visceral, my body parts are hurting. Uh, I can hurt my body parts, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Roll over me like a garbage truck and go beep, beep, beep the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, roll, roll your body toward mine, and roll over. My RL, body. suck on my spine. You know. All right, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. They include these amazing people. Thank you to Ryan Melfi, Kale Clinton, Noah August, Sam Hash, Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara, Spencer Furness is making dumb names on Patreon, Trendy Moron, Hollis Hornbeak, 
Andrew Jadshausen, Aiden Alexander Dias, Buddy Morrill, Goon Cahoots, Bradford Coulter, Cameron Murphy Audio, Goose Time, Dylan Vaughn, Chris Birch, Lady Stoy Weaver, Jin K, Clayton C, Lord Cornwallis, Jonas Eggman, Dapio, Yeah, Rich Hillborn, David Crod, Ryan Kite, Toothless Barry the Whistler Bostowitz, Fred Atkins, Andrew Evans, Connor Church, Joshua P. Robertson, Cardamom Birkenbino, Joshua Jacobwitz, Michael McDowell, Carter Glass, Justin Wagman, Mickey C., Elizabeth Steenweg, Vincent Modica, Mike Lanteri, Boss Garretson, Luke Noodles, Nathan Dolezal, Chris Pittman, Cardboard Walk, Nick Henkel, Daddy's Happy Apple Boy, Dr. Sanjay, Alcade, Dan, Goblin Library, Jared Mason, Dylan Eads, Leviathan, oh wait, that's been Leviathan all this whole time, Leviathan, Jim Greaves, Ryan Shell, Lee Wood, Tommy You Ever Nut from Getting a Charlie Horse While Jacking It Hoey, Mel Dipson, Egg Baby, Zam Bambino, Natu Pearl Henderson, Just Garrett, Cry Bricky, Joshua Lopez, Video Ghost, Rug, Zang Keith, Yoplin, Up and Champ, Afsheen, Calamity Carl, Alicia Grave, Danky Mix, Danky. Donko 8 Anthony Kuwabara Jennifer Britton Hey fellas, we're all smelling real good Mm-hmm, but quick, deodorant check Everyone check your deodorant Brock Graham Aaron T. Strunk Germ Juice Hugh Boland Brandon Roudenbush Jonas Evan Voidson Jake Young Dango Twist Please let me go home, I don't want to read names anymore I love all your names I'll do this for another hour Joe Gorman Stephen Ghost Kisser Daniels Alan G. Jasome Carl Kleinasser Victor Buffcat Malicious Brian Wells Dylan McCann Yanni Markovina Zentacles Nick Johnson Spider-Man Blake Alvarez Drew Applegate Sean Minogue Elusive Koala Becca McWilliams SNES Chalmers Nathan Remick Jonas Blatterman Arachnid Delight Kramer Jacob the Rough-Handed Paul's Regular Saw? Stealth Bates Stephen Day Divaldi Joseph Miranda Kate and Franklin Beezus Christ Patrick Reynolds David Gray Boney Robert Moon How are you, Chad? I'm doing just great. I'm working on a cool Star Trek cartoon and having a blast. Thanks for asking. Boss Skeleton Scott Colopy Scotty Pippen Brooke X Jason Crooker Adam Morocco Christian Van Skeever John Keedy Berard Corey Shelley Third Sergio Chip Handsome Joe Chad was a football star Dak Prinky Brian Hopgood Christina Doling Dr. Worm Jeremy Lowe Clay Castle Jared Newty Lowbelly Hate Me Joe Remember to save early and often Scott Jeremy Bowser Reed Steuben Yake Just a pretty good dog overall Matt McKellen Rocky Raccoon Miguel Pardo R.L. Slink Ooh, ooh, it's too scary Paul Grasso Ryan Carroll Zach Connor Trans Rights Sadie Kitson Anxious Serve Zach Bush Christopher Dunn Comfort System Joey Evans Walter Fraser I bet my dad could jack off your dad Yeah, probably could Very good. Yu-Gi-Oh! Daddy. Calf. 
I wish R.L. Stein were my dad. Carewise Gamgee. Cody Redfield. Matt the Half-Court Warlock Bachelor. J.R. Chip. Foolish for Deborah. Taylor Dierks. Megan McCormick Mason. Jordan Lockwood. Ishak Arafin. Plushy Pal. Valhalla Black. Maddie. Hood Lemon. Cameron Hansen. Matthew Spooky Noises of the Unexplained. Ooh. Manuel Avales. Joe Tierney. Reinfected. Ninja Breadmen. Patreon Donator Yo. The Puerto Rican Dream. Swagbomb's Nightmare at Campiolo Squire. Wacky username. Tom Whitman. Turkinson McVan Gravens. <laughs> that was tough. Turkinson Van Gravens. Gravians. I, you really stumped me this time, Turkinson Van Gravens. Got little old moi pretty freaked. Very fancy. Danger Tits. Alistair Perez. Greg Erickson. Tom Whitman. Alan Sailor. Horse McPowers. Danger Tits. Chosen One. Eto No More. Gregory D. Warren. General Lee Depressing. Jack McGee. John the Howling Eye Duda. James Roy. Llama Consultant. Mikey Jello. Nicholas Johnson. And Tanya Turtle. Thank you all so very, very much. We love you. That's it. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Goodbye.